재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We here on Koreascape are never content to know just enough to pass the test. So every Monday we're bringing you Rock Scholar, our hunt for the reasons and rationale behind the answers that we already know, all in efforts to become an expert on all things Republic of Korea. To help us with this segment is founder of the Korea Nerd and regular Saturday expat Intel voice, Alex Segrist. Alex, welcome to the show. Seong, it's great to be here. Really nice to meet you. You too as well. You too as well. And it's always fun and entertaining. I hope you hope we have a good conversation today, but um, I'm a little worried. Why? <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of research and, um, on the topic, which is going to be kind of working beyond the hours you're supposed to work. It's going to be working overtime. but not being paid, going to be working on vacation. And I was doing the research, and I was just thinking to myself, we know it's bad, I found the proof that it's bad, and I feel like I'm not going to change. Well, I feel like I'm just going to continue <laughs> going past the hours. You can also talk to my boss about this, because <laughs> obviously today is a holiday in Korea, <laughs> yet here we are. Oh, uh, indeed. Uh, overworking is certainly a problem. Have you ever gone on... And So there's two little fun ways we're going to go about it today, too. Have you ever gone on vacation and continued to work from that location? Not a work vacation, but a... Well, I mean, to me, vacation just means that I am not here. <laughs> but, but I got to tell you, I'm still checking my emails. And one time I actually said... Um, there was an automated message that said, um, I am away from email because I'm in a country that actually has really bad internet connection. Ah. And then I came back and I saw all these messages and it actually really looked like people thought I was lying. <laughs> like, like, where on earth can you not get good internet oh, connection? Oh, come on, Koreans. You guys are so spoiled with your like perfect internet connection. <laughs> America is like a... Th- fifth of the speed and other countries have lots of dead spots no i mean that should be i thought that was a everyone knew that korea just was an exception to the rule well yeah korea (laughs) work is um it's it's the curse of technology which is what it's kind of you alluded to it where you like you check email you Mm -hmm. know the fact that you are able to connect and you're able to have a phone you're able to have a computer and that becomes one of the problems that people end up dealing with yeah I agree with you completely. (laughs) So, what do you have for us today? Well, we start every little section of the Rock Scholar with a thought experiment. And for today's thought experiment, I thought I would take us on this little vacation. Excellent. Yes, the weather's been quite warm lately, and I think our audience deserves a break from the stresses of life. What a day. Nine in the morning on this beautiful beach. The sun is high, and you're sitting down with your favorite fruity drink, book in hand, just relaxing. Listen to those waves. Not too large, so the sound is quite soothing. A few sounds of birds in the background, a young couple walking, and... Oh, there's a blue dot on my phone, blinking. Okay, check it, no big deal. Okay, I can answer later. Anyway, where were we? Um, Right, a couple on the beach, waves crashing... Oh, there's a green light on my phone. That's the messaging app. It could be my boss. 
Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll check that in a bit. Okay, vacation. Where were we? The couple, the beach, um, the waves. That was a nice little break. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping... So hoping to put people in the mood and like, oh, vacation. I can imagine the, the warm sand. And then, then it kind of like, I think everyone has an experience of like being distracted from being in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And one, that's one of the biggest problems. It actually can cause some health problems too, um, which we'll get into in a bit. But just sort of not having that continuous peace of mind or that meditation period is, is uh, it's detrimental to not only your health, but your productivity and lots of other areas of your life as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, that brings us back to real life and the issues of work during uh, vacation season. Yes, yes. This is yes. something the Koreans are maybe not particularly good at, right? <laughs> trying, trying to uh, decouple themselves from their um, their uh, work activities. Yes, absolutely. So, I thought we'd start um, kind of the informative part of Rock Scholar by going into some of the statistics. You know, just to kind of see how pervasive this problem is in society and yes i called it a problem i don't consider it good that you can work from anywhere so there's a study done by the korea labor institute Mm -hmm. uh, that found now just working extra during the week these are non-vacation they work at least 11 hours extra each week through their smartphones or tablet pcs jesus christ Yes, so um, in the manufacturing and services industries, it found that uh, 86.1% of respondents worked with their smartphones or laptops after office hours. And that's, that's a quite a high number. If you, I mean, we're talking about the industries in general, not just secretaries or people that work only with email or you know, that's how they make their schedules. We're talking about everybody. And it's just something that's getting out of control. The most common task, of course, uh, involved connecting to the company internal network and checking emails. So that was the overworking. But it did include working overtime with you know, messenger apps, just staying in contact with the boss and finding out extra information. So this really begs the question, are they really expected to do this by their companies? Um, officially, and what most companies will probably tell you is no. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, this being Korea, um, the official it, message is maybe yeah, not. Yeah, I, I think Korea's, <laughs> Koreans are masters of kind of the unspoken truths. Like, you know what you're supposed to do. Koreans are very good at doing the right things in anything, in social situations, in business situations. They, they kind of know what to do. And I think this is one of those areas where even if you're not expressly told to always be checking, mm. if you don't, you know there's going to be a problem. I guess we call this the art of nunci, or <laughs> yes. kind of figuring out what's expected of you <sighs> without actually being told. No, I know. And this is something, I, well, as a foreigner, I, I, I have a problem with still. There's mm. a lot of times where I, I can't figure that out. But this is one area where I do realize you are expected. And it's sort of, um, you know, a lot of the, when I, when I bring up problems in Korea, it's not a Korean problem necessarily. It's a big city problem. And this is what a lot of big city cities experience is. You have a lot of people who want jobs. There's not enough jobs. So if you're someone who's an employer and someone's not answering your messages or calls at 10 p.m., but there's somebody waiting in you know the application pile and they will, mm. that's something that weighs on your mind. And, of course, then that weighs on the employee's mind. So none of this is forced, 
by any means, but it certainly is something that it's un, it's an unwritten rule, right? You still feel the pressure to deal with it, and so that's something that it's to be worried. You know, here's the interesting part of that story: okay. um, is I think sometimes they're lying because the uh, the people that take these surveys, four out of ten workers reported that they were stressed from working overtime. <laughs> is anybody surprised? I thought it was going to be like eight out of ten or nine out of ten. <laughs> I don't have any friends who would say, "Man, it's a good thing I got my project done at eleven today." That's not the first thing they say. Eleven p.m. They'll be, "Oh, I had to get my project done at eleven p.m. today. Let's get some chimac and get out of the house." <laughs> so stress release, yeah. And there's more. I mean, that, like I think there's a ton of statistics we could go over. Um, I don't know if there's anything. There was another one that found people were uncomfortable when they really received work-related messages. A lot of these things we talk about, we all know. We all know these are the way it is. We just don't change it. And have you heard of the new um, cacao talk ban law that has been proposed um, in by the uh, opposition Minju oh, party? That's interesting. Tell us a little bit more about that, maybe. Yeah, it's an it's an amendment that aims at forbidding the use of social networking services to ask employees to do extra work after official working hours. And a lot of this communication actually takes place through Kakao Talk, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and that's the one. It's the main one um, mm. that as far as like quick messaging is concerned with. But I think this is somewhat of an interesting proposal. And I think a lot of listeners also might think this is unrealistic. It's not possible. But while I think it's unrealistic it will pass in korea mm. there are other countries that actually have similar policies germany has actually considered proposing banning companies um, from giving work after hours with the exception of, of emergencies and there are companies in germany that actually have already started these policies Interesting. like um for an example volkswagen they stop forwarding emails to staff 30 minutes after they clock out so there's no automatic emails once you clock out well 30 minutes after you clock out and so these these policies can be implemented and i think they would be well they would be nice for korea to maybe look into that well i guess what that really means though is that businesses need to be to take the initiative they need to be the ones to say that we want to make life better for our employees but it's maybe somewhat difficult in korea to implement a top-down policy that will actually banned them from doing this in the first place. Yeah, I think we're seeing that a lot more nowadays. Um, and coming from the U.S., I can kind of appreciate the, the potential for gridlock in politics. And in the U.S. too, when you look at, um, let's, let's say, environmental issues, a lot of it is business first. The businesses will be the first to act, and then the government will come in later. So that's actually a, a very positive proposal that hopefully others, anyone listening... Would uh, consider well for their employees. We can wait and see if this actually happens in Korea. But in the meantime, yeah. uh, let's talk about the employees. Oh, right? there there have to be some real health problems that oh, stem from having to answer messages all the time. Absolutely, these aren't even. I mean, these are documented. There's no. I think a lot of times when we talk about these problems, people think, well, it's probably bad, or I think there's some be bad. There'd be bad, but there's. There's, there's actually evidence about this. There's studies that have been done that show the changes in your, to your neuro, neurological, which is your brain function. So there, I will say there's, this is the unfortunate side. The positive of working too much is that 
you know, a lot of people who, if you look at people who have these successful jobs, they're the ones that are also checking their emails and checking their messages consistently. Now so. that's, that's correlation, not causation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not sure if one start, one, you know, begets the other, but the unfortunate truth is in this situation, you may be rewarded for doing, you know, extra work, but you are at high risk for developing problems. It's a catch 22. Have you talked to any workers who have um, discussed these problems with you or? Uh, Yeah. And and while doing the research, I think a lot of things triggered my, in my head, like, Oh, this, this is what my friends were talking about. Um, the simplest one, uh, would be, let's just say, uh, relationships, of course, relationships. If you have to constantly be, Checking while you're on a date or while you're with your family, of course, that will suffer. Uh, What I find really interesting is with Kakao Talk, you know, that dreaded number next to the message. Oh, my goodness. And you accidentally open it and you're like, I have to respond. (laughs) And and actually, people get really angry at you if the number doesn't go disappear. I didn't didn't get broken up with for this reason once. Oh, I'm sorry. But one of the fights, one of our bigger fights that Mm -hmm. led to the breakup was... I looked at the message. I was working. I accidentally, like, when you pull the phone out, you click a button and, uh-huh. oh, shoot, I opened it. Right. Uh, I was, But you were busy, so I was you couldn't busy. answer it. I couldn't answer it. One hour went by. Uh-huh. Then I messaged, and then she did passive-aggressive for, like, the next couple of days. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is... But in Korea, this is etiquette, right? Uh, it's one of those I, think, I think there's truths. a very different <laughs> expectation. I should have excused myself during work. Like, I mm-hmm. need to use the bathroom during this imp- important meeting. I'll, uh, Some people do that. I have yeah. friends who do that just so they can keep their personal yeah. life alive. Um, <laughs> and, and, I mean, there's, there's other problems as well. People who become addicted. Now, this is where... Some scientists say you become addicted because of having to do this at work. So if you c- compulsively check your phone because of work, you may start compulsively checking your phone when you're not working because it's sort of what your brain needs. And people who are addicted to the computer or smartphone suffer from isolation, depression, and anxiety. And especially depression and anxiety are not joking matters. These are very serious issues. Of course. Yeah. And now, this is certainly yeah. a problem that's not unique to Korea. Not, yeah, I think it's unique to Korea in a way that, um, like I said before, Korea has a lot more of a big city vibe to it, but it's not new, unique in that if you look at New York, you'll probably find very similar patterns. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm from the countryside, so you won't uh, see it as much where I'm from in Ohio, but I think this is certainly something that the whole world, um, if you look at cities like New York and Tokyo, they're issues that everyone has to deal with. So there seem to be certainly many, many, many studies on this issue around the world. Maybe Mm. you can tell us about um, one or two of these. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, One of the more interesting ones I found was about millennials and vacation. Now, this one was particularly in the U.S., uh, but the millennials, about one-third of U.S. millennial workers say they never take an entire day off, ever. This is including their vacations. They will do some sort of work every day during their vacation. Wow. And I, I, would, I did not find the study in Korea, but I imagine there is a similar trend. You know, young people, we got our jobs maybe because of the internet. We, we found work. We've, we've impressed our boss because we're able to look up something on a search engine quickly. And it doesn't surprise me. And this is why I was getting depressed, like studying this and I'm thinking... Yeah, I remember my last vacation. I was 
you know, I, I was writing up um, a document that I had to get done. And, ouch, that's depressing <laughs> that you have to be continuing with that. Um, so, and it's, so with millennials, it's one third of millennial, millennials never take a day off. There are previous studies that say six out of 10 employees say they do at least some work on mm. a recon, recent vacation. And we're not talking about workcations here. We're not talking about people who go to a distant location uh, to kind of get a nicer setting mm. to maybe do writing or something like that. But this is something that is, to me, I think kind of unfortunate and also made me really reflect on what I do in my free time and what I do when I go on vacation. Mm. And do you know, you know, research um, shows that vacations are actually good for your career. It's counterintuitive, but re- research shows that if you can take one of these uh, five-day vacations and you actually disconnect from work it's linked with increased productivity when you return and so these are you know millennial concerns of you know are they going to be mad at me for not working when i'm gone but truthfully you get refreshed and you become a better employee you become a better work working member of society but it seems to me that we're maybe getting some contradictory messages here because on one hand, we talked about correlation between mm. successful people yeah. and how much time they spend on messaging and emailing. But at the same time, if you really take vacation, mm-hmm. it increases your productivity and makes you a better worker. Yeah. Um, speaking of productivity, I guess Korea does have a problem with this, right? Yeah. The, one of the, Word, is one it of, the worst productivity uh, level in, in, in the, the OECD? OECD yes. Okay. Um, they don't work the most hours per week. I believe that goes to Mexico. And I, I think there's one more country, Ecuador, out of the OECD that is, uh, works longer than Korea, but they have the worst productivity. And, you know, that's determined by a lot of things. Korean culture dictates that you stay at work until your boss leaves. Even yeah, if you don't have work to do. Like a zombie. Yeah. So even if you were, and nobody is in the world, if you, if you were productive for eight hours a day hmm. and you finished your work, those extra three hours are still factored into this final calculation of work productivity. So it's kind of a natural disadvantage for Korea there as well. And it, this product, it, the reason is it, it maxes out your brain activity. Now, there's studies that are done on people over the age of 40. And for men and women, if you're working anywhere from 25 to 30 hours a week, that is when you're at peak level. And any hours after that 30-hour mark is when your productivity starts to drop. But then again, if you look at most countries, you know, 40 hours is supposed to be the the, the golden standard, right? Eight hours a day. Yeah, it's kind of arbitrary why it's 40 mm. at the same time though it doesn't mean that at 31 hours you're unproductive mm. uh that comes a little bit later when you actually get counterproductive which is what um the studies came out th- that talked about emails when you answer emails at night and you're waking up three times a night you start to make more and more mistakes the next day and you're, you're very you're counterproductive in your work so if you do go past let's say a 60 hour a week that may be detrimental in other ways as well this may be why the French are actually known for having a rather high productivity rate, even though they may be working less than some of us. Right? Yeah. So that has been mm. maybe an indication that we should value our vacations. Yeah. But besides that, I'm sure there are some other things that we can do to try and minimize yeah. work out of office. Yeah. So in, in looking around, coming up with the best ways, I'll just quickly point out to our listeners. One thing you can do if you have to check your emails is to set aside a time on your vacation or mm-hmm. let's say even at night if you have to. But set aside a time on your day off 
to check your emails and only do that time in particular. Do them all. Don't do an email now and an email two hours later, an email three hours. It's the least productive way to do it. So say wake up at nine o'clock before you start your day and do all your emails then and then wait until the next day. That's a great tip. Yeah. And uh, as well, you can turn off email notifications. That's pretty obvious as well. Having an office friend, if you have a close friend at work who takes care of your work while you're gone and you promise to take care of his or her when you're gone, that is also another way to take care of it as well. And I suppose when you do have moments of creativity... Jot it down. Write it down on paper and then forget about it until you're starting to work again. This is all great advice. Thank you very much, Alex. Always a pleasure. And that brings Rock Scholar as well as today's edition of Korea Escape to a close. Our show is produced by E.Q. Huang, associate production by Jamie Lee, and writing by Nikki Kim. I am Seung Koo. If you enjoyed today's show, consider following us on Facebook or on Twitter. Our handle is at Korea Escape. Tomorrow, we'll be back with our Insightful Tuesday segment, Did You Know and Why Here? For now, stay tuned. Amy in the Morning is coming up next here in Seoul. And hello, Korea, if you're tuning in from Gwangju, or Yosu. See you tomorrow.